Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. For some, asking questions can be unsettling. But asking honest questions and sincerely seeking the answers can lead to great understanding and growth. Yesterday we asked the question, what is love? Today we begin seeking answers from God's Word. So I encourage you to open your Bible and turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 as we study Love Makes a Difference. Before we read God's Word, let's prepare our hearts with prayer. And our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your demonstration of love toward us in sending Jesus Christ to die on the cross. We thank you for his expression of love by making you known to us through his life, through his words, through his works, and by going to the cross and taking our sin upon him and paying our debt so that we could have a relationship with you through faith. We thank you for the forgiveness of our sin. Father, we thank you for all that you do in teaching us about your truths, especially about love. So open our eyes and our hearts to the truth of your word and work in us to bring about a life-changing understanding. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 3, we read, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I give the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul is giving instruction to the church at Corinth regarding spiritual gifts and order in the worship service. In that chapter, he gives a list of spiritual gifts. When he comes to the end of chapter 12, he closes the chapter with the following words, and now I will show you a more excellent way. In verses 1 through 3 in 1 Corinthians 13, Paul begins to show that spiritual gifts in and of themselves are not sufficient. They're not adequate. They fall short. Love is required in the exercise of spiritual gifts. In other words, love makes a difference. First, take a look at the list of spiritual gifts that are referenced in these first three verses of chapter 13. In verse 1, we have the gift of tongues mentioned, though I speak with the tongues of men and angels. In verse 2, we have the gift of prophecy, understanding, wisdom, discernment, knowledge, faith. All of those are in verse 2. Then in verse 3, we have the gift of giving. So we have this sizable list of spiritual gifts from chapter 12 listed in the first three verses of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. So verse 13 says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. The church at Corinth was caught up with the idea of speaking in tongues, and this speaking in tongues was causing problems within the church. There was confusion and distraction. And Paul says it doesn't matter what kind of tongues we speak with. 
whether they are tongues of men or even the tongues of, of angels, the languages of men or angels. If you speak with those tongues, but do not have love in your heart behind those words, Paul says you simply become a bunch of noise, sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Noise without substance. So many people in the world speak with tongues, but don't speak with love on their tongues. That makes what they're saying just a bunch of noise. Love makes a difference in how we speak, even in worship services. A preacher can get up to bring the morning sermon. Teachers can teach in their classes, and we can say the right words. But they must be spoken out of love, or they're just a bunch of noise. In verse 2, he says, And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. The gifts listed in verse 2 are highly valued gifts. Prophecy, wisdom, discernment, knowledge, faith. And Paul, under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, points out that you may have the ability to understand God's word You may have the ability to know what God desires to be taught. You may have discernment, wisdom regarding all the mysteries, all of the deep things of God. You may know the truth. Your faith may be so strong that you could remove mountains. But without love, you are nothing. A prophet, a teacher, a person who can exercise great faith even to remove mountains, even with these gifts, Without love, you are nothing. In other words, in order to be anything within the body of Christ, love is required. And we see that in so much of what Jesus teaches, don't we? If you wish to be first, you must become servant of all. Jesus, who is obviously first and foremost within the body of Christ, he is the head of the body. He humbled himself, became a little lower than the angels, submitted himself to God, and gave his life in sacrifice for our sins. We need to rethink how we value individuals and things within the body of Christ. We need to value those who understand love and speak and act out of the love of God overall. And we ourselves need to recognize that we need to pursue the knowledge of love and then living out that knowledge of love in all of our relationships, in all of our service, if we are to be blessed by God in what we do. In verse 3, he deals with giving. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, in other words, (laughs) though I impoverish myself to feed the poor, Barnabas-like behavior, who sold a house that he had and gave to the church so that the poor could be taken care of. And though I give my body to be burned, the ultimate sacrifice of laying down your life, but if I have not love, it profits me nothing. In other words, giving at the highest levels is unprofitable to the giver if they're not giving out of love. We can look at the works of Ananias and Sapphira, who lied to the Holy Spirit, even though they were giving a considerable sum, but they were only doing it through lip service. They weren't giving it out of love, or they'd given the whole gift, or at the very least, they would have been honest about what they were giving. 
We can drop money in an offering plate. We can give to the church. We can help someone in need. We can do all kinds of sacrificial service within the body of Christ. But if they are done apart from love, there's no benefit to the one who is doing the giving. There is no profit. So what did we see here so far? As we're seeking to understand what love is, we learned that love is essential in our Christian service. In the use of our spiritual gifts and ministering to one another, if we speak, if we teach or know or understand, impart knowledge, if we have all faith, if we give at the highest levels, if we don't do any of these things out of love, and not just any love, but God's love, the word for love in 1 Corinthians 13 is the word agape, and we'll look at the various types of love in Scripture here soon. If we're not doing this out of the highest level of love, well, then we're just a bunch of noise. We are nothing, and it profits us nothing. That's the conclusion of the first three verses. It's not enough to do activity. We must serve the Lord in a genuine, loving way. That's important for us to understand. What is our motive? What is our heart behind what we say and do? God knows our heart. And he is the one who judges. He is the one who blesses. We need to know what love is and how to live out that love if we want our service, our words, to have any benefit to us or anyone else. Listen, it's easy for us to hear the teaching of God's word regarding love like we are today and say, I understand, I know, I get it, and then go on about the business of living our lives in a business-as-usual sort of way, with the assumption that what we are doing, we are doing out of love. But unless we understand what God means by love, we run the risk of failing. We should not casually fail God. He gives us warnings. He gives us instruction. He calls us to live at the highest level. And we cannot be too comfortable or casual or lazy to invest our our time, our talents, our will, we need to understand what God means. And since God says so much about love, and he warns us so carefully about how to function as a believer, we need to pause and examine ourselves. We need to do a checkup. Are we truly living out the love of Christ the way God desires us to? What is love? What does it look like? Am I living? Am I speaking? Am I giving the way God wants me to with his agape love? Father, please help us. It is too easy in our day-to-day lives to just get into routines and to fall into patterns that aren't all that loving. We are assaulted all the time by unloving words and deeds in our lives. And we need to be salt and light in the world, living out, expressing, sharing the love of Christ in a clear, visual, and verbal way. Father, we need your help. We need you to convict us when we fail. We need to be aware of our faulty service when it's unloving, when it's not pleasing to you. Help us, Father, to care about this the way you care about this. You have warned us. You have sought to get our attention. Father, help us 
to be alert, to be attentive to your word, to your truth. Wake us up with your Holy Spirit. Assault us with your word so that we would pay attention. Help us, because we want all that we do for you to be blessed by you, to be pleasing to you and profitable for us. We desire for you to be pleased with us. Help us, Father, in this. We desire to be more loving. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.